This is a Triple J podcast. So for years now, Pip and I have been obsessed with Therapy Gecko. No doubt you have seen him on your feeds. He's all over TikTok. He's that guy who sits in a chair in a full gecko outfit. He's got a green painted face. He's always got some weird... Uh, like CGI, yeah, like clouds moving in the background, or like a forest, like he's on a hike or something. Yeah, he's very woo-woo nature, but yeah, he sits there and he listens to these anonymous callers who tell him their deepest, darkest secrets, their problems, and he therapizes them. My most recent ex shared a shower towel with his whole family. The first time I went to take a shower at his house, I was like, "What's an appropriate towel to use?" And he was like, "I'll just use that one." I was like, "Is it yours?" like, oh, yeah, it's everyone's. I was like, everyone's. I feel like you should be honored. Doesn't this sort of mean that he's saying you're part of the family? Yeah, but, like, diseases pass through orifices. He's honoring you with the family disease. I mean, yeah. I mean, I used it. I'm kind of estranged from my own family, so it did make me feel like I had a real family. Honestly, I don't know how, we're going to ask him this in this chat, but he manages to get people open up about some of the most cooked stuff ever. It's so beautiful. And he's actually in the country at the moment. First time, I think, wasn't it, Pip? Yeah, he's on tour down under in New Zealand as well. And we thought we got to pick his brain because, like we said before, we're fans. Not only are we fans... We're like mini therapists. Not really, but we are. Well, we try. Doing this show. Yeah. Like, we're not qualified just like he's not qualified, but we hear your stories. Yeah, exactly. So we thought, like, kind of a mission for this chat as well was to learn as much from him as possible and become his interns. So Pip and I decided we would dress up as mini geckos. We couldn't find a gecko outfit, so we ended up with the Kmart version, which was just like us as frogs. And then we used actual <laughs> acrylic craft paint to paint our faces green. Yeah, we our skin was so, not happy. I'm breaking out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we looked so cooked. So make sure you head on over to our Instagram, at Triple J, the hookup to look at the video of what we looked like. Yeah, so just picture that in your mind's eye as we chat to Therapy Gecko. Plus, we have a special secret anonymous caller and a beloved Triple J presenter who really wanted to sit down with him to chat through a dating dilemma. We have to start at the very beginning. You're actually not a licensed therapist. No, no, I'm a crazy person. How did you become therapy gecko? Like, talk us, how did the process of you actually ending up in a gecko suit, putting the face paint on, sitting on TikTok and actually being a therapist? Dude, it really was like a product of the pandemic. I started it in my mom's basement and uh, I just had the gecko suit left over from a different video. And um, like summer 2020, when the pandemic happened, uh, Reddit, you guys know Reddit, can't have to have like a streaming platform where like all these different people would like just fuck around uh, live streaming themselves to Reddit. Like some people would like do dances or like DJ or whatever. And so I just was screwing around and went live on Reddit as uh, Therapy Gecko and started taking calls. And, and now I am on the Australian radio. I can't believe, like, actually on tour from that humble beginning. I feel like there's something special about you because you obviously are the kind of guy that people can feel, like, 
comfortable talking to. And I talk to Dee about this. I'm like, every time I'm at a party, every time I'm out, people are always like telling me their deepest, darkest. Mm. Is that kind of like something that you relate to? Do you feel like you bring that energy that people feel that they can just open up to you? I don't know what it is. Like if somebody, like if you're at a party and somebody is like telling you everything, you you wonder if it's about, how much of it is whatever you are inviting in terms of your energy and then how much of it is them and you know their energy and desire to share things and i think it's a you know solid mix of both but i i I did find myself even before i was the gecko like uh i i enjoyed like traveling to uh around by myself and like trying to get into conversations with strangers and see if i could have uh meaningful interactions with people so it's been a thing uh, throughout my life. Also, I it's so much easier to listen to other people than to talk about yourself. You know, I don't understand people who like uh, they. I guess don't stop talking. I disagree. I that's me. <laughs> but- I'm like I'm like the skill of of listening. Even though it's my job, is still so hard for me to do because I'm like. I have something to say. I have something to say. I uh, do you know what I mean? Interesting, because I guess to me it's so much easier to. It's it's about a hundred times easier to <laughs> not say anything and to just listen than it is to like talk. Okay, so therapy gecko, you have talked to hundreds, if not thousands, of people. No doubt, you've heard some pretty insane stories. Mm-hmm. Are there any that really just like took your breath away and you didn't even know what to say, or anything of note that comes to mind? Dude, there was one recently where this guy talked about how. Uh, do you get? You guys know the movie Cocaine Bear? Yes. Yeah. This guy <laughs> talked about how he uh, he was like so bored by the movie that he went into the bathroom and uh, like sucked a guy's dick in the bathroom stall that he just met at the urinal and then and he told me that um and he he, he was calling me because he felt bad about it cuz he told me that he it, he cheated on his girlfriend by doing this and so we talked to him I talked to him about this for like a full 20 minutes and then after and then at a certain point I was like um how does your girlfriend feel about all this and he was like do you want to talk to her she's sitting right there <laughs> I had no idea she was on. He was like graphically telling me this story uh, for, for like 20 minutes. And and then he hands the phone to his girlfriend. I'm like, dude, have you been here the entire time? And she's like, yep. And, oh. like, and so, I mean, they, she, I talked to this person for like four. I talked to them both for like 40 minutes about the whole saga of how she forgave him and what's going on in both of their brains. But yeah, that one was pretty fascinating. And you did this for free, honestly. Free therapy. Yeah, yeah, that one. I they I, I suggest all people who call me also uh, go see a real therapist as well. So Yeah. I mean, let's say that Pip and I are your therapy gecko apprentices. Yeah. You've obviously yeah. been doing this for years now. You've got a skill. You've built a really huge skill in being able to listen and be a good therapist. What are some tips for people like us, little froggy interns, <laughs> who want to learn and become baby therapy geckos? Well, like I, you know, I used to, um, I think, I think trying to, uh, have like ask follow up questions that proved that you were listening, 
you know like i used to go to uh in, like i have i interview a lot of like musicians and stuff and i used to like prepare like big lists of questions and i don't do that anymore because i realize like it's more it's less about having like a laundry list of super cool questions and more about like finding uh uh whatever interesting uh or or you know whatever interesting thing somebody was saying to you and then asking kind of follow-up questions that uh cause them to dive deeper into it and also you know back to the thing of like uh people approaching like uh, uh you at a party and talking to you and stuff i think if you can prove to somebody that you actually are listening to them they'll want to talk to you more because mm. it's really rare it's really rare that most people um you know you're like you kind of just taking turns talking saying your own thing yeah at, you take turns talking at each other yeah you you're know? waiting for them to stop and then you're like i'm ready to say my bit now yeah, yeah. no i completely get that yeah. i think another skill that you bring as well and we interns really want to get into is the power of silence i don't know if you can tell mm. dean i uh yappa 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 all the time um but i think what you do so well with your callers in particular is that they say something and you are you're either speechless or you don't know what to say or you literally stop and they tell you more yeah what do you think of that like do you think this is a skill that we need to bring on ourselves well i guess personally i'm a i'm more interested in other people than my self just because like i already like i don't I already know stuff about myself and i spend uh most of the time that i'm not a gecko i spend in my own brain running through my own thoughts and i'm frankly uh frankly a bit sick of myself i don't know if you guys ever get that yeah after covid yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm frankly a bit sick of myself and my own thoughts and uh so it's easier to just like kind of sit and listen to someone else's okay but also you managed to get the most vulnerable things out of people. Like, mm-hmm. I've noticed that you do have a skill where you'll start with really classic questions. Where do you work? What do you do? How's your day? How's your day? <laughs> and then somehow you've got them talking about their butt plug or their, like, whip or whatever or something, like, really deep and meaningful and vulnerable. And I'm like, how did you get from that to there? Like, have you thought about the process of getting people to just really open up and talk about stuff that's really deep? Dude, uh, it's really... um. Uh, beyond me because like uh, so I'm, I'm touring all around doing live shows and uh, when I first started doing them I was wondering if I was going to get those at my, my live shows people come up on stage and I basically do the same thing I do on my podcast but you know instead of uh, people talking anonymously over the phone they're talking the opposite of anonymously like in front of you know two three four hundred people and I was worried that you know maybe I wouldn't get the same caliber of, of conversation that I would on my podcast but like Dude, people have I and I don't I don't know what it is and I am gen, I am impressed with like the people that come up and talk about this stuff but like dude, people come up to talk about serious really vulnerable things in front of a lot of people and it doesn't at least from my perspective it doesn't feel like weird. It feels like the um the audiences and the community have all been like really supportive and cool and um I don't, and I've, dude, I've wondered myself, I'm like, am I doing something to invite this? Am I the variable or the people the variable? I really don't know the answer. Like, well, I also try not to, um, I, there's, there's so much stuff on the internet that's like, uh, hostile and like incendiary and like, 
you know, someone says something and you're like, well, fuck you. And then they're like, well, fuck you. And you're like, well, fuck you. And whoever's <laughs> fuck you gets the most likes is one wins or something. But uh, I'm not a very like, um, I mean, I'll like fuck around like just to try to be funny. But like, I, I'm not a very like uh, judgmental person, I don't think. And I, I think people pick up on that. And you know what I like? You know what? I, I respect it. I have a lot of people who will call into my show. And I don't know if you guys get this too. They will tell stories where they are the bad guy in the story. And you know what? You didn't have to call me. You didn't have to tell me that. And so if you do, I'm not. And you're coming to me like, how do I make sense of this? What do I do to move forward or whatever the fuck? I'm not going to be like, well, fuck you because, you know, you came to me for whatever. So mm. I don't know. I think I think people pick up on that and it makes them more comfortable to no judgment. share stuff. Yeah, that's what we aim to do as well. We always call ourselves the safest space on Triple J and we get the same like insane stories. People like really like going out on a limb to tell us stuff and I think what you're saying is 100% like what we pick up from your videos is that you are like so not judgmental. You're a very like progressive therapy gecko like I don't know like there's stuff that people throw at you and you are literally like Tell me more. Like, you actually sound like a therapist, which mm. leads me to believe that maybe you yourself have been in therapy. Uh, my question really is actually, who's giving you therapy when you need it? You know, like, who's therapizing you? Because um, you can't not Every have a therapist, therapist needs a therapist. That's right. Dude. Uh, well, it's funny. You know, I've, I've actually, I've watched video. I feel very different when I'm in the suit. Like, uh, sometimes after my stream, I'll, like, I'll get really high and I'll watch uh, like a little part of my stream to be like, what did that look like from the perspective of the person watching it? And I'll listen to myself and I'll be like, dude, that's a fucking different guy. <laughs> like I, like I feel a lot more, um, like I guess empowered to uh, take that kind of like therapist role, especially because, especially because like the context is there for me to do it. Like if I started talking like that, just in a normal conversation with someone I was having at a party or something, I'd be a douche um but uh who gives me therapy i have really great friends and uh family who give me their oh actually you know who gives me therapy it's uh, anonymous posters on reddit anytime i'm something's going on with me uh i i'll look on reddit and there's somebody who had the same problem or and this one's a little bit fucked up but whatever chat gpt oh no we've used chat gpt it's good it's yeah. really good we've it's had some really good. good answers and, and it's some... objective too it's yeah. a very like objective uh professional thing we asked it to do a breakup text and also a text to show someone else that you're like interested in like a second day again yeah. um and the breakup text was Perfect. So, Lyle, we have an amazing cook-up fan who were really excited when we told them on our Instagram that we had you coming through as a guest. And we actually have some people who really want to get some therapy from you. Would but you I be willing like... to take a few phone calls with yeah, us? Yeah. Are these live people? These are real life people. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Well, first up, we have an anonymous caller who has something that she needs to get off her chest. Hello, I heard you have a secret. What is your secret? Yeah, um, it happened a little while ago now, but um, I was um, having sex with a, a guy that I met online and that was all good. And um, at the end of it, we couldn't find the condom and it ended with a, uh, a quick visit to the medical center. <laughs> oh, it went, it went up in you. 
yeah, it uh, it got caught and lodged, and yeah, it, it took a medical professional to to help get that out. Oh, Matt, were you? Um, this isn't something they put you under for, is it? No, it's uh, it's one where they say, please lie down on the bed and just take a moment to breathe, and and then yes, there's a nurse in there as well. So it was a uh, a very unique little experience. What? Maybe this is too graphic, but what like tool did they use? Did they have like? tongs like what was the yeah it is it's like um it is like a set of tongs i think they what's another good way of describing it almost like um yeah like kind of salad tongs really and they've got like a kind of clamp on the end of it yeah oh okay well i hope they um washed them before from whatever whatever buffet that they got those tools from (laughs) uh now this guy where was he during the was he in the waiting room or was he front row no uh he um he was in the waiting room um so he he's actually the person who called the medical center as well and and kind of asked for their advice so i will admit he's pretty good and pretty hands-on with it all that's nice that's a um i think a guy calling the hospital for you is a green flag yeah i think yeah it was a good start a a very funny story that we still um talk about today do you oh so do you, you still see him yeah yeah we still see each other Oh, and is it still like, uh, is it still a casual thing, or did that kind of up the intensity of the relationship in some way? Um, I think it upped it, but it, we're definitely it's still casual, which is nice. That's cool, man. I like the way I like the way you guys do it down here. You know, <laughs> it's it seems it seems like uh, uh, Australians uh, from I guess, and it's all super anecdotally, but that uh, you guys are more casual. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think so. Maybe a bit laid back. Well, um, if he ever gets something stuck in his penis, you can return the favor by sending him an ambulance. Definitely. It takes two to tango. Oh, my God. Only only your brain could think that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the next person who wants to get some advice is our good friend, Lucy Smith, who is on morning. She's a presenter on Triple J. So let's connect you both and... We'll let you work your magic. Hey, Therapy Gecko. My name's Lucy. And currently where I am in the world, I feel like there is a single man shortage, particularly hetero single men. I feel like you spot someone out or you see someone cute on Instagram and they're either in a relationship or they're gay. And I'm wanting to know in the year of our Lord 2023, how do we meet people if we don't want to get on dating apps. I want to preface this by saying that I do not want to join a social sports team or go to trivia nights. I I just want to know where are we meeting people and how do we put out an energy that we're ready to meet people? Lucy, I don't want look, I don't want to come after you, but you just said how do I meet people without doing the two, all the traditional things that people do to go meet people. That's it. I don't want to do the traditional things. Why, why don't you want to do them? Because I feel as if they're a time commitment that I don't really have at the moment. And also I find that I'm not interested in social sports or trivia nights. So maybe I'm not okay. going to find someone. What, there that uh, what like. are you? What are you interested in? Um, I like art and music and gigs, and I just find that those kind of settings maybe aren't conducive to meeting people and chatting sometimes. Gigs is concerts, right? Yeah. Okay, so like live we, music. So like, and why why don't why don't you like the apps? 
The apps work. Do you ever, what, what apps are you doing? Um, I would do Hinge, okay. um, maybe Field if I want to get a little bit spicy. But as far as like meeting someone, I've been on Hinge and I just find Hinge particularly like really gatekeepy as far as your matches. And What does that mean? It means that they hold people that I very obviously would like. The algorithm gets to know who you would like. Yeah. And it's almost like they put those people in the roses section where you need to pay in order to like them. And you're basically admitting, here's this giant fucking rose. You're in my like section and I'm pathetic. And then the people in your usual carousel, unless you upgrade to premium, are kind of lame. And I just find that I will put emotional energy into upkeeping a conversation with someone online and then I meet them and it's almost like I know within the first half an hour that we don't have chemistry I'm not really interested in this person and that's kind of been the pattern my last few times trying internet dating what's what's the what's the goal I think I would like to be in a relationship and have someone who's like on my team and my person yeah I don't know the thing about like not wanting to commit time to it is is like is interesting because I I get that I get it. it takes a lot of like emotional energy to go out and meet people but like I don't know I feel like the the only options are not just trivia nights and uh, wh- the other thing that you said but like <laughs> social sports social yeah. sports but like <laughs> uh, I mean if you're into arts and and music are there not isn't Sydney like a, a giant capital city where there's arts events and music events and things of that nature. Uh, all over the place. And then when you go to them, it's like uh, you get to go to them to en- enrich yourself. And then also if, if you meet a cool guy, it's like a it's like a side product, That's right? True. So you never go home empty-handed. It's like a win-win. Even if you don't meet someone there, at least you've gotten, I don't know, your own enhancement and your own enjoyment. And... When, when, when was the last time you like went out to uh, an event like that? Yeah, maybe like, I don't know. I went to the Barbie premiere last night. Okay. <laughs> Surprisingly, no single straight man there, would you believe? But, you know, just <laughs> yeah. those those kind of places where there is, I think, like mingling, maybe a couple of months. What's, uh, like, in other aspects of your life, are you satisfied and happy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is what I was... Bu- what's, bu- what's behind the high pitch of that answer? I just think, yeah, I think... There are certainly some ways that I need to come to the table as well. Sure. Be it like, you know, some health stuff that I need to do. Like I need to go and get blood work done because I'm tired all the time. You so know, good. that kind of thing. That's not exactly going to make you feel sexy and raz to want to go out and meet people and go on dates. So I know that I need to do that to figure out, you know, do I have low iron? Do I need to take more iron tablets? Um, I I feel like I am you know, maybe committing a lot to work. So then, and it's so cold at the moment here in Sydney. So then I don't want to go out on weeknights and then I want to commit my weekends to my friends and family. So I feel like I'm kind of, am I kind of creating my own fate anyway by prioritizing things already and then wondering like, why don't I have a man? Why isn't, why aren't I meeting men? Yeah, but why, I mean, but you're prioritizing. It's good that you're, everything you just said that you're prioritizing is they're all good things mm. they're good mm. they're good they're but be- i guess better uh you know the, when you're describing those things you're describing them as as uh things that are enriching your soul and then when you think about trivia nights and uh <laughs> going on dating apps you you know uh uh are, are are not down for those things so it sounds like what you're doing already is 
mm. is is the is the move. Do you think how much do you believe in that whole thing of it'll happen when you least expect it and you got to stop looking for it and then it will come to you? You yeah, believe that? I yeah. do. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I think um mm. you know, I when I was in college, I was like obsessed with uh like all the dating apps and like I was like obsessed with trying to find a girlfriend and like you know, it became like a thing that I actively in my life attempted wanted to do. So like, you know, I would do this like you know, go out to events and, like, go on dating apps and do all that stuff. And um, it was kind of miserable, honestly. Yeah. It was really not the thing to to do. And then now, as I've been like, uh, oh, I just want to kind of live my life the way I want to live it and, um, you know, uh, uh, build great friendships and, and build closer connections with my family and, in and, and, you know, prioritize uh, 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 building the complete picture of my life. I do I do believe it'll happen when you least expect it. And, mm. uh, you know, I think all this time spent of, like, wondering, like, like, be, like, beating yourself up for being single for no reason instead of, like, just being stoked at, you know, whatever good stuff is going on in your in your life, I think. Mm. It sounds like you got a good, it sounds like you got a good life going. Yeah. Like I do. I do have a good thing going. But yeah, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, am I just not going to the right places in order to meet people? You know, I find that I'm just, I'm not even turning people down much lately. You know what I mean? Like there's not even undesirables in the chat. So I don't know. Maybe I am just putting out kind of an energy that, yeah. When, when was the last time you were in a relationship? I've never been in a long-term relationship. The last time I had a boyfriend, so to speak, was 2015. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. Want to know a fun fact? Yeah. Neither have I. <gasps> really? Yeah. Never been in a long-term relationship? No, yeah. I haven't. I'm actually, I'm actually a terrible person to ask about these kinds of things. No. But, um, but, uh, but I, did, I did mean what I said about, like, uh, I think, I think... I think I've I have I have learned anecdotal I, I have learned from first hand experience anecdotally that it's a bad thing to like make a forefront focus on mm, in your mm -hmm. life. Yes. You know? No, I I get that too. And I I definitely I'm not out here reeking of desperation and being like, oh, I gotta find someone and you know. I just think it's so funny that in different parts of our life, be it our family relationships, our friendships, our work, sport, our hobbies, it's like you um put your all in and you show your passion and you yeah. really keep up and, and you make sure that you're putting the work in. But then the minute it comes to dating and relationships, it's like, don't go looking for it. Expect nothing. If you if you that, just yeah. if um, you're looking for it and you're actively seeking it out, it won't come to you. It'll happen when you least expect it. No one has ever said to me, you'll get your dream job when you least expect yeah, it. Yeah, You know, so why the hell yeah. do we treat relationships and dating the same way? Like yeah. it really pisses me off that yeah. it's like I have to be like apathetic and unaffected and then my dream man's going to show up. Like make it make sense. No, you may, no that, that's that's a fantastic point. I think about that all the time because I'm like uh, I'm, I'm a very like uh, – Oh, if you want to make it happen, like it's figure outable. Everything's figure outable. Mm. Like there's a path to, you know, whatever your dream job is or your dream thing. Like you can, you know, like, yeah, work hard and smart and figure it all out. But with relationships, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. Also, because you're not in full control. You, you have control over your part of it. 
mm. and then the other part is to the ether. It's it's and I and I I try to like uh you know do the whole stoic philosophy thing of like you know accept what you can control and forget what you can't. And that's hard because mm. with relationships, it's there's a whole a whole fifty percent of it, if not more, that that you that you cannot control. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, think. In order to meet people in the year of our Lord 2023, we are going to the events that interest us and make us feel alive and passionate. And if you meet someone there, you do. If you don't, at least you've fueled your passion. And secondly, um, keep fostering a life that you want and potentially that's going to yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Try the Oppenheimer premiere. There might be more straight <laughs> guys there. I need another straight man in my life who loves World War Two. Absolutely. Uh, it's yeah. nice to meet you, Lucy. Nice to meet you too. Thank you so much, Therapy Gecko. I feel like I'm on the right track. I think you are too. Okay. Firstly, not only do I relate to Lucy, I'm so glad she said <laughs> everything that I would never be too vulnerable to say. Um, but like, you can totally see how he gets people to open up so much. Like, I've never known that stuff about Lucy. And within like 10 minutes, he had just gotten her to go so deep. I know. And I love that. Like, he really did like work his magic and that's what he does. So definitely go check out Therapy Gecko online um, on your TikTok. It's so easy to find him. You literally cannot miss. And his own podcast as well. Yes. He has an amazing podcast. He talks to massive guests as well. Like Dominic Fike was the last like muso he had. So definitely in your interest, I assume, um, if you are listening to The Hookup. But yeah, thank you so much as well to our secret caller who came through. We hope as well that you learned as much as we did from the chat that we had with him. Um, just remember the power of listening. Yeah, and the power of silence. <laughs> Speaking of. We'll see you later. Bye.